Did a demon lizard person eat your cat? It is a succubus sucking the life out of you. <laughs> Lucky you. Oink. Rita, the script. Fine. Does nobody believe when you tell them that you saw a thing that looked like a melted scrotum with teeth eat your doctor's brain and then become her? Then, person watching this video on your social media platform of choice, the algorithm has made you today's lucky winner. The veil between dimensions is thin and hell creatures are slipping into our world. But, like, don't stress. We've totally got it under control. Give us a call, and we'll help rid you of whatever infernal beast is making your life a living hell. Eighteen and older, please. I I will be participating in use of mature themes, drug use, sexual content, and some harsh g***ing language. Rita! What? So if a demon's got you down, give us a call at 555-420-FART. <sighs> That's not that's not our number. Don't call that. It's nothing. Previously on today's lucky winner. Uh, holy shit. Little oh. buddy? Rita? Where are you? Okay, so don't be mad. You're inside me. Ew! Did you just say you and Rita got the same mental image? Yeah. Fuck! I, um... <sighs> Two souls aren't meant to inhabit the same vessel. I just... Fuck! I think it's trying to remedy things by merging the two of you into one. I'm gonna call a friend to come help us out. <laughs> Sorry it took me so long to get over here. I had to find someone to cover me at the workshop. So anyways, what's the plans on? Well... First things first. Rita, do you think you can summon your scythe while you're stuck in there? I... Maybe? I don't know that you can use it. Well, well, hold on. Dad did give you his special touch or whatever. After Rita explained April's relationship with the Ninja Turtles to Bertram, she attempted to remember the levels to the Turtles in Time game, and then sent him on his way to play in the back of her mind. Dawn spent that entire conversation smoking her second joint of the day, after intimidating Carl into giving her another. At this point, she was higher than a giraffe's pussy. Okay, little buddy, remember, you're reaching out into the cosmos. You are just a conduit for the scythe. Feel the universe. How about you reach out and feel sunnies? <sighs> that makes no sense. I see what you're trying to do, but your syntax is all wrong. Uh, Rita... Can you go about helping her in a different way? This isn't working. I am trying. Both of these Donnie, you can't you can't start it with sug on these and end it with both of these. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Lick my butt. Ugh. Rita. Listen, she's the one. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, um, I don't know how to explain this, though. I've always been able to summon my scythe. It's like you're asking me to teach someone how to walk just by describing how walking works. I don't fucking know how to describe everything that goes into that. Oh, uh, that actually makes a lot of sense. It's like one of your motor skills. There are a million little things involved to make that action happen. It's a muscle memory for you. <laughs> 
everyone shut up! <gasps> Whoa. I haven't said anything in the past 20 minutes. Uh, I got this. Oh, oh, I see what she's doing. Uh, what? She's, uh, she's, she's picturing me summoning it. Shut it! Vera, try summoning it while I'm thinking about it. Got you, little buddy. Cool. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> oh, way to go, Dawn. <clears throat> um, and me? Oh my god, Rita. You summon this thing all the time. You want a pat on the back for that? Yes, obviously. <sighs> Whatever. Good job, Rita. Thank you. That means a lot coming from you. <sighs> okay, so uh, what was the next step in your plan, Dawn? Uh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> uh, what? <sighs> she got too high to remember what her next step is. <sighs> okay, how do we sober her up? Well, the only way for her to truly sober up is for her body to metabolize the THC. But I have a lovely pesto pasta I whipped up last night in the mini fridge over there that may help. Ooh, pesto. <laughs> Yasto to the pesto. <laughs> How the fuck is pesto going to help? Yeah, that's actually an excellent question, Rita. You remember I can't hear her, right? Yeah, now. you're starting to like me. <laughs> How the fuck is pesto going to help? All right. Well, it won't sober her up. But the terpenes from the black pepper, lemon zest, and pine nuts could mitigate some of all this. Get me the pesto, or you can mitigate my farts. <laughs> you see, black pepper contains carryoffins, pine nuts contain pinene, and there's some evidence that those may help mellow out the psychoactive effects of the THC. The limonene and Carl, the... just get her the pasta, all right? Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He said it's in his mini fridge. Uh, why is that bad? He has a human heart in there. Is the pesto next to the human heart? I don't have a human heart. Stop lying! Yes, you uh, do. Nobody's buying it, Carl. Everything is in a sealed container, and the heart of indeterminate origin is both wrapped in plastic and in a Pyrex Give container. Give me the pesto, or I'm going to cast a necromancer cursey thing on your junk. You can do that. Oh, yeah, no, she definitely can. I've seen her do it. Please don't give me the dick rot. I'm getting the pesto. Jesus. <laughs> dick rot, dick rot, dick rot, dick give me rot, the pasta, dick rot, dick rot, dick rot. <laughs> Here's the pasta and a fork. I can go warm it in the microwave if you promise not to hex my dick long enough for me to do that. Oh, no, hold on, little buddy. Oh, Donnie. It- it's oh, got tomatoes. So. Uh, she has sensory issues with tomatoes. Uh, yeah, I kind of figured that one out. Uh, you you okay, bud? You good? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna hex your dick for real. How is this my fault? You didn't even look at it before you took a bite. She has the munchies, Carl. Yeah, she's got the munchies, Carl. Just one thing, one... Uh, before I hex your dick, I gotta... Uh, Oh, you got a bomb? You got a barf? You in the arf? Oh no, oh no, let me get the trash can from my office. Oh, I can hold your hair back, Dawn. Aim for his nasty candle. Nailed it. God damn it. My candle. That was seasonal. I used a coupon. 
I can't get that until next February. The Zambinus gangrenous the penis. <laughs> no, my dick. <laughs> When Vicky told Kyle they were going to start a prison riot, he was picturing them starting one the way they happen in movies. You punch a guy, throw someone's lunch tray, insult their mom. Vicky started this riot simply by calling someone the wrong name on purpose. Come on, we have to go before this dies down. What just happened? I didn't know that person had tentacles. We gotta go, gorgeous. Let's sorkin this thing and I'll explain while we walk down the hall. I just heard you say... We should have a date in the laundry room again, Tolgrug. Well, that wasn't Tolgrug. Who was that? Travis. Who is Tolgrug? Someone with the tentacles. Travis was the one with the spiky mandibles. And you and Travis were intimate? <laughs> yeah. I showed them what this mouse can do in the laundry room. Oh, and they're mad because you confused them with Tolgrug, and now they're jealous because they think you had laundry room time with Tolgrug, too. Tolgrug wasn't in the laundry room. Tolgrug was in the supply closet. Oh, wow. Hell yes. Get it, Vicky. Oh. <laughs> Most people would be lacking the what the French call Joey de Vivre, necessary to slut it up if they found themselves in a brainwashing compound in hell. But you are thriving. Snaps, Miss Vicky. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, thank you. You're too kind. But anyway, I told Travis before I... Uh, handled their delicates and put them on the old Vicky spin cycle, if you'll know what I mean. <laughs> I told them beforehand that it would just be sex, and they said that was great. They loved the idea. They totally understood. I guess I rocked their Lorax like nobody had before, and they kept trying to be my partner. Travis wanted me to join their hive. Like, I can't be tied down, you know? Yeah, totally. Anyway, they have some major jealousy issues. It's probably rooted in fear of abandonment or some unmet needs. <laughs> it's usually one of the two. Right? Anyway, I knew it wouldn't take much to set them off. Oh, here's the door. Oh, it's locked. <laughs> For now. Well, do you know how to pick locks? Oh, there's a keypad. Do you know the code? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Kneeling in front of the doorknob, Vicky unhinged her jaw. She wrapped her mouth around the entirety of the doorknob and keypad. After she removed her face from the knob and popped her jaw back into place, Vicky looked at Kyle and motioned at the door. Whoa! The knob, keypad, and a chunk of the wood surrounding them were gone. Vicky reached to the newly created hole in the door and pulled it open. I... Uh... That's, uh... Impressed? Less impressed by you, more impressed by Travis and Tolgrug. Travis not only survived seeing what your mouth can do, but they wanted a repeat performance. Well, I mean, you know what they say about wasp demons. I really don't. 
We can talk about my impressive sexual exploits over brunch when we get out of here. Hurry. Prison riots don't last forever. Is this the security office? It's small. It's just for this floor. See the monitors? It's only first floor rooms. This place is a lot closer to being an actual high security prison than some rehab center. Where's the device we're looking for? <sighs> you expect me to know what drawer they put the thing in? I found a room and I gluck gluck the doorknob. Is that not enough for you? Fine, okay? I just thought I'd ask in case you... Wait, what's this? I don't know what this is. That's it! That's the thing jamming our signal! Okay, time for me to try to poop out of the... What? What is this noise? Why are you... Shut up! Shut up! Shh! 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 We needed that to stop the spell from being amplified. It's broken! Yes. Now, I can't tell when they last cast the damning spell, and I don't have a means to turn it off. But... but I smashed it. It's off. The device is, but not the spell. Okay. Explain this to me like I'm too beautiful to understand you. (sighs) That's true. You really are too beautiful to be concerned with stuff like this. Uh Uh-huh. So, listen just made the spell radius bigger when it was cast. Uh, you... You ever played D&D? Rita tried to get me to organize a game at the DMV, but it never happened. I understand the basics, though. So this device doesn't require concentration on a spell. It casts it real big once, and it lasts for the duration of the spell. Oh, and we needed it to dispel the magic. Yes, exactly. You fucked everything up. Hey! But you did, okay? We can't have started a prison riot for nothing. I mean, I chose a spot where the spell radius doesn't overlap with the radius from another damning spell. The magic is weaker than elsewhere. You could try. (sighs) Okay, here goes nothing. I don't want to rush you, but I'm, I'm going to anyway. Uh, I don't hear the rise anymore, and I think I hear security down the hall. I'm fucking trying, Vicky. I'm behind. Fuck. Fuck. Try faster, handsome. Security is coming this way. I'm going to try to block the door this filing cabinet. Do you want help with that, or do you... Uh. Focus. I am not going back into solitary for this. Okay, okay, Jesus. You don't need to yell. I think I fucking do. Doing my best. Well, your back is gonna get us caught. Help me. I don't know how. What am I going to... Oh, 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 I think I've got it. What? If I open my tummy portal, can you take some magic juice from me and try to open a bigger portal? Uh, I can try. I can hear security. Hurry. Kyle still wasn't used to seeing Vicky unhinge her jaw and look like... Huh, how do I describe that? Uh, her mouth... area... zone... looked like she was a... a pelican, covered in human skin, just a, a huge jangly jaw. Anyway, Kyle wasn't used to that, but uh, he had to focus. As soon as her tummy portal opened, she grabbed Kyle's hand. It was helping. He could feel it. He thought about the dreamscape and Rita and opening a portal of his own to reach them both. 
a portal that looked like the inside of Vicky's mouth opened where the security monitors had been. The monitors were consumed in the event horizon of the vortex. They had done it! One problem, though. We're not going to be able to make it through. The vortex is too small. Well, there's something that can't be a huge waste of time. Hey, hey, Vicky. Vicky, are you sucking someone off in there? Open up. Shit, they found us. An anxious Sunny sat in the rocking chair on her front porch, clutching her phone and staring down the street. She'd been off work for an hour. Sunny inundated Dawn and Rita with texts, but hadn't heard back. They always told her when they anticipated she would beat them home. She was worried. She was figuring out what to do next when she found she had company on the porch. Jesus fucking Christ. Why do people say that? The man wasn't into fucking... Now, a few of his disciples certainly were, and Mary Magdalene. I still do regret not turning her. Hey, oh, whoa, whoa, all right, calm, calm Where down. are they? The twelve disciples? Don and Rita, where are they? How the fuck should I know? Don't you have those two microchipped? They should have been home over an hour ago, and now you suddenly show up on my porch. A porch that's warded by druids so people like you can't find it. <laughs> people like me, Sunny. There are no other people like me. Okay, take it easy. If there aren't any other people like you, it looks like I'm about to kill an endangered species. We have a truce. Why would I do something to hurt them before I've gotten what I want? So you just kill them both after you kill your mom? Yes, obviously. Absolutely. With glee. The truce would be over, and they'd get in my way. Huh. Huh? Well, the ease with which you admit that you'd kill them as soon as the terms of our truce are over actually makes me believe that you don't have anything to do with why I can't get a hold of them right now? Sonny, I am a woman of my word. I promised things would be hunky-dory until I killed my mom, and I meant it. I don't know where Shaggy and Scooby are. I came here to talk to you. I have some updates on the Carmilla front that I thought you and yours might be interested in hearing. It had better be good. I still don't have any reservations about killing you. Hmm. Huh? I'm just wondering, have have you killed a vampire before? No. Have you killed anything before? No. Why? Do you think you'd be trading in those big brown eyes in for a set of red ones if you killed a vampire? Or... Does that just happen when a vampire kills their first human and seals the deal, as it were? Hmm. You know, I don't know. Well, I suppose if you don't kill me, you'll find that out when I hand over Crawford for you to kill, huh? Uh, What do you want? Dawn will find a file on her desktop containing all of the information my people have gotten on tainted recreational drugs. You know, you could just send her an email. Well, that lacks drama. And why are tainted recreational drugs relevant to what we're doing? Because this isn't the typical fentanyl-laced coke. Okay, what is it? So far, we found coke, molly, and acid laced with telemerade. Holy shit. How did you... Wait. Fuck, I need to text Rita not to do any of her drugs until I can test them. It seems as though my dear mum has gotten tired of waiting. I've included some testimonies from people who've used one of the laced substances and had a chronic illness reversed. (sighs) Carmilla did this on purpose. These people are going to want to keep taking telemerade, and understandably so. 
She's going to insist on monitoring them, and she can keep pretending that someone has leaked the drug, all while feeding on the people who take it. <sighs> it's so refreshing to talk to someone other than Crawford about these things. He's literally in the middle of it, and I had to explain Carmilla's motivations to him. <sighs> Anything else? Uh, Mum is going after any artifices she can find now. Don should warn the rest of the geeks at the workshop to watch their backs. They should lay low. But someone has to keep closing these rifts. There won't be anyone to close the rifts if Carmilla gets the artifice and she needs. Witches are a pain in my ass, but I actually need them to be alright for the time being if I want to kill my mum. <sighs> I guess you're right. Is that all? Yeah, I, I suppose that's it. <sighs> then you can leave my porch and never come near my house again. <sighs> what? What's your deal? What's going on here? You seem stressed. What, are we gal pals now? I mean, we could be. We could not. Fine, I'll be out of your hair. Wait. Oh, you reconsidered on the gal pals bit? <sighs> no, I think you could help me. I mean, I probably could, but it doesn't mean I will. Okay, Don and Rita should have been home a while ago, and I can't get a hold of them. Uh-huh. Could your tech guy, what's his name, Orson? Ollie. Ollie. Could he find some sort of digital... Their horrid truck is parked in front of a strip club. Oh, thank God. I knew they were dropping off shirts today. I don't know why I didn't think about that. Dawn can't be having a great time, but Rita probably just got distracted and hasn't looked at her phone. Oh, that's a relief. How did you find them so fast? Oh, yikes. It, it's, a, it's a strip club owned by a Warlofia guy. Oh, fuck. Shit! Oh, I gotta help them. What's the address? Ollie has already put the address in your navigation app. Stop doing that. I'm right here. (laughs) You don't need to hack anything. After Carl was given certain assurances that his dick had not been first, the dick rot... Don't Fuck. Give him instructions <laughs> no, on how to help with the it next looks step like I'm helping Carl. <sighs> I almost got crushed under a demigod. You fucking wish. I don't like the way he threw me off of him. You tell him to be careful when he's handling the goods and not handle more than he needs to. <clears throat> uh, Rita's not happy. She says to be careful handling the merchandise. Oh, Yafanus forbid that Rita's not happy. You really think I wanted to get crushed under your newly body? Well, I'm starting to think that Carl doth protest too much. <laughs> I'm kind of getting that feeling, too. What feeling? What did Rita say? Focus! I need to get her out of my brain. Okay, okay. So, what's the plan? Oh, all right, all right. So, I've seen Rita <clears throat> use this scythe to hold a soul before. She held a donkey's ghost. Donkey's ghost? I am not familiar with this euphemism. It's not its not a euphemism. It was literally a donkey's ghost. It was a really nice guy. It sounded a lot like Don Knotts. Oh, oh, I think I see what you're doing. The scythe will be like a liminal space for getting me out of here. Oh, I think I see what she's doing too. But I'm not sure how we can get that to work the way she wants. How do we tell the scythe to take Rita out and not pull out your soul, Don? Well, I don't think that part should be a problem. Dawn's a lucky winner, and she's in a temporary vessel. She's attached to that thing for her entire year back. The scythe will know which soul shouldn't be in that body. The problem is what happens to it once my soul is in the scythe. 
Uh, hold on, why? This thing reaps souls. It holds them until it's full, and it dumps them suckers into the other world. They go to the DMV from there. Okay, and you would be the only soul in there. I'm a demigod. I imagine my soul takes up quite a bit of room in there. Ah, and you're afraid that it just might dump you into the other world and send you to, to the DMV. That's one thing I'm afraid of. The thing I'm more afraid of is that it doesn't do either of those things, since I'm a celestial being. I'm afraid this is made for creatures from Earth, in that if it gets a thick-ass soul like mine, it's gonna do like a, like a third scarier thing. Like, just delete me, or, oh god, send me somewhere scary. Like Florida. Fuck. You make a good point. Not, not the Florida part, obviously. Ah, there goes my plan. Thought we'd be transferring you out of here via the size. Oh, 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 okay. Mm-hmm. You have an idea? Um, hmm. I, I brought the stuff you asked for. That was, that was when I was spitballing ideas. I don't know that any of that's going to be useful. I also brought a few other things, and the item that might be most helpful could be a little upsetting. Oh, is it my barf-covered seasonal candle over there? I'll buy you a new candle. Did you not hear me when I said it was seasonal? Reaching into the very bottom of the bag she'd brought, Viv pulled out a familiar metal collar and clunked it on the table. It was Uncle Nate's. How how did you get that? He was wearing it when Um, It had that function that returned it to the workshop if his vitals indicated he was hurt. Oh, God, it didn't. Uh, yeah. It returned what was left of him to the workshop. What was left of him? Okay, please, I, I am doing my best. Don't kill me, too. Shut, oh Shut up, Carl. Good, Carl. Who, uh, who did the caller return to? Uh, oh, no. Viv, you didn't have to see what was left. You didn't. Yeah. It, oh. It was me. But that's, uh, that's not important right now. What's important is that this kept Nate in perpetual stasis for decades. Oh! I... Can I talk? Uh, Okay, I I think I see what you're going to try to do with this thing. You can talk, Carl. We didn't explode anyone. You're safe. Are you going to try to pull Rita out into the scythe, but keep the scythe in stasis until we can put her back in her body? That way her soul doesn't get dumped somewhere else before we can move her. Yeah... That's the idea. How do we get her back into her body after we've got her into the scythe? I've only ever seen her hold a donkey ghost in here. And then she let him know when he could come out. He didn't go into a body. If you touch my body with the tip of the scythe after I'm in there, I should be able to just slip on in there again. Uh, should? You all remember that I can't hear her, right? Uh, Rita needs to touch the tip and she'll slip on in. Damn it! You worded it that way on purpose, so I'd phrase it poorly to Carl. Oh gracious, whatever gave you that idea? Okay, if we get Rita into the scythe and then touch the tip of the scythe to her body, she should be able to hop right back in. How do we connect the collar to the scythe? Scythe, you wanna go into collar hole so bad? Shut up! It's not that simple. When it's on a person, it needs complete contact to the neck. I mean, can't we just stick it through the hole and be sure part of it is touching wood? <sighs> Rita's laughing, huh? Yep. Hmm. 
Is it completely out of pocket to suggest a non-magical solution? I have an idea, but it might be silly. Uh, hey, I don't even have a silly idea, so you're doing better than me. Anybody want to go get the jumper cables out of my truck? I can go get them. Uh, nah, you're not going anywhere near that truck, alright? I'm trying to help. Were you going to do anything else while you were in the truck? Maybe draw a few tracking sigils where Dawn wouldn't immediately find them? Take some pictures of some artificer devices you've never seen before? I, I would never. You should go get the jumper cables. Uh-huh. I'll be right back, Dawnie. While Viv left to get the jumper cables from the ice cream truck, Dawn got everything in place for her attempt to de-Rita her brain. Careful! Dawn had Carl help her move Rita's body on top of the desk. Dawn dragged over one of Carl's chairs and laid the scythe across the arms. She threaded the end of the blade through her Uncle Nate's collar. After Viv returned with the jumper cables, Dawn laid out her plan. Mm, okay, so here's what we're gonna do. I've attached the jumper cables to the blade of the scythe and to the collar. Hopefully, that means the collar will be able to work on the scythe and Rita will just stay stored in there and not get sent to the moon or whatever. Hopefully? Yes, hopefully. I've never done this before. Anyway, Rita, you get, I, to get you out of me, do I just touch the tip? <laughs> yeah, touch the tip. I don't, uh, just touch the tip. I don't know how I'm gonna be feeling once this thing sucks Rita out of me. <laughs> So if I'm incapacitated, Viv? Yeah? If I'm incapacitated, you get the hand from Rita's body and set it on the blade of the scythe. Got it. What do I do? Don't know. Don't care. Okay. Just gotta touch the tip. Just the tip. Shut up! I'm anxious here. Last time I touched this thing, you reaped my soul. Aww, it's the day we met. Uh, what am I hearing? Move out of my way Shit. before I move you myself. It's sunny. Listen, what is she doing here? Oh, no, really don't have time to figure that out. Me? Touch the tip, touch the tip, touch the tip. Do it, do it, do it. Touch the tip, touch the tip, touch the tip. Okay, okay. Do it! With an even greater sense of urgency than before, Dawn touched the tip of the side. She felt a strong pulling sensation in her brain, like someone was taking a long length of rope out of her mind. When she could no longer hear the din of Rita's chaotic internal ambiance, she knew she was alone in her own mind again. Let me in. I know they're in there, you warlock piece of shit. Whoa! What did I do to her? We're way later than usual, and she must think we're in some kind of trouble. Okay, time to get Rita back into her body. Good luck calling anyone. You put her hand on the blade. Shouldn't it be? I don't think it's working. What do we do? What do we do? I think it's the collar. Maybe being paused in time, it won't put her back in her body. I know you're in there. Make some sort of sound if you're okay. I'm gonna try and bust down the door. Uh, is she really gonna- <sighs> Don't worry about that right now. I need to figure out how to get Rita back in her body. I think the best bet is to disconnect the collar. But that might send her soul somewhere else entirely. I know, I know. I, but I'm hoping with her body right here, it'll take the path of I'm least... sorry to interrupt, but y'all smell smoke! Fuck! It's coming from the side! Oh, jeez. I, I don't think that thing was meant to store a demigod. Fuck it! We don't have another option. Dawn took a deep breath and disconnected the jumper cables from the collar and the scythe. Sunny can't see all of this. She's gonna have questions. I'm not ready to tell her yet, please. I can't- we can hide this stuff. It's okay, but but how do I, we- uh, I've got a secret exit behind that wardrobe. You know, warlofia stuff. Uh, if y'all wanna leave. No. 
That wouldn't make sense. She can smell we're in here and she's panicked. We can't just leave. I can take your jumper cables out the secret exit and put it back in the ice cream truck for you. I can hide the baby mimic demon flesh out there too. Ew, mimic demons have babies? Yes, apparently they do. Let's come back to that later. Ugh, right, sorry. I'm on it. Everyone sprang to work, save for Rita, who still seemed out of sorts after returning to her body. Carl pushed the wardrobe that had previously housed Rita's limp, empty body several feet to the left, revealing a person-sized hole in the cinder block wall. Viv took the jumper cables and dumped them into her bag with her own supplies, promptly leaving through the secret exit. Dawn did her best to rub the sigils from Carl's spell off of the floor with her foot. Seeing that Rita had made it to her feet, Dawn nodded at Carl to open the door. Sorry about that. I, uh... Have my headphones on. I like to listen to podcasts. Oh my god. You're both okay. <gasps> Sunny! Vampire strength! Oh, sorry, Donnie. You can squish me as hard as you want, gorgeous. Oh, I was so worried. What, what happened here? Uh... Spell went bad. Uh, Carl was helping us with a spell for... Um, a new body. Of work! Body of work, so to speak. Warlock and Artificer, working hand in hand. Uh, yeah, ha- hand in hand. Ew, no, don't touch my fucking hand. Uh, I thought we were having a moment. You said, Long uh... story short, Sunshine. Wish did a spell. Spell go kerfucky. I got stuck in Dawn's brain, and she was too high to check her messages. I'm so, so, so sorry, baby. You must have been so worried. Wait, high on what? Uh, do you feel okay? It's really okay, Sunny. It was just weed. Okay, but Judith came to the house. Oh my god, are you alright? Yeah, she stayed on the porch. She was there on business. What business? She had information. Carmilla's gotten tired of waiting on Telemarine to be released, so she leaked it early by way of lacing recreational drugs with it. No! I love recreational drugs! Recreational drugs is like my family! I know, sweetheart, yeah. I don't know that it would do anything to y'all, given your unique situations. But I also don't know if it would do you any harm, since you haven't signed the secret demon terms and conditions she'd put in Sanguis app. Okay, we have to find a way to test any drugs of Rita's. It would actually be kind of good if we could find some that had been laced, so we- Carl? Where do you think you're going? Oh, uh, me? I just thought I'd let you all- Carl, you have laced drugs, don't you? What? Me? I would never possess substances deemed illicit by the federal government or the great state of Texas. I certainly wouldn't possess them in a quantity that implies I have the intent to distribute them. And lacing drugs? <laughs> How sinister. That's dangerous. I don't abide. What? Where did you even have that gun? Give me the laced drugs and the names of anyone you've given them to. <laughs> You're not a warlock. You don't have the balls to kill a human. Gee, I don't know, Carl. I was given laced drugs before I was murdered. So you'll forgive me if I fail to give a shit that you're human. Listen, you don't understand. <laughs> you gave people a drug that helps give their souls to ambrosia without their consent. I understand completely. Your nice guy act is... Your nice guy act is just... Um. Hey, hey, baby, you're distracting Dawn. Ah! I can't intimidate someone while you're hunched in a corner making yummy noises. I'm sorry. You didn't finish the pesto earlier. It was just sitting here. It's really good. Oh, I'm so flattered you think so. 
I had so much basil in my garden last week. I was like, I have got to do something with all this. So I put it in the food. Oh! Stop being nice oh, to him. Sometimes bad people make good pesto. They made me barf. How could it be good? The tomatoes. The tomatoes made you barf. buddies um so for our housekeeping if you pre-ordered a 30 squirty and vibing shirt those should be on their way to you um and with pre-orders shipped out we should have the rest of those on the site soon for those of you who didn't get to get one of the pre-order ones so uh we'll probably be posting on our social media when we get those put on the site um yeah and then just the normal stuff check out the episode details to see everyone's social media handles you can find the show on twitter facebook and instagram at the handle at lucky winner show um, again, if you want to help us out, sharing about the show on social media helps a ton. Recommending it to people, telling your friends, um, sitting them down under the guise of a nice dinner to make them listen to the show from start to finish is also an option. I don't know. Just help us promote the thing. Um, yeah, make sure you're subscribed on your podcatcher of choice. That helps us out a lot. Um, and if you haven't left a review yet, leave a cute little review so people know what they're getting into. Um, and just... To encourage people to listen to the show. Um, also, check out the show details for the link to our Buy Me a Coffee and our Patreon page. When you support us on Patreon, you can get a cool shout out at certain levels, like our friends Randy Lovings, Rachel Rachelson, Sewing Seraph, B. Trossler, Kelly Brennan, Damon Fogner, Smarty Singh, Lutzi, Wyatt Henderson, Helen Clifford, and Todd Van Voris. Um, yeah, and also recently I was on two different podcasts, if that tickles your pickle. Um, and I was on the show Somebody Write This, um, where me and the hosts had to take our best shot at coming up with a pitch for a story based off of an AI-generated writing prompt, um, which was very fun. Obviously, I made them polyamorous lesbians, um, in the story, so, uh, that link will be in the show details if you want to go listen to that. We had a lot of fun. Um, and then also, I was on Star Trek Profiles. Um, and that link will be in the show details, and yeah, you get to hear me wax poetic about Star Trek, and how much I love that good boy Data, and it's kind of the closest you're gonna get to having Dawn info dump about Star Trek on an episode. Um, surprisingly enough, I share many of her opinions on what the best Star Trek is, so just listen to me talk about how much I love Star Trek, and that'll be in the show details. Um, yeah, anyway, we will be back with a new episode for you on March 15th. Um, that's all I've got for you this time, little buddies. Stay safe, and until next time, try not to die.